Hey, Peaches. Hi, Peaches. Welcome to Let's Talk Peaches, the podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Lindsay. The Let's Talk Peaches podcast is a community that empowers others to go after the life they want. We are constantly asking the question, how can we set ourselves up, mind, body, and soul, to achieve the happiness and success we deserve? If you're a new peach, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're a returning peach, thank you so much for tuning back in. We really appreciate that. Hit that big subscribe button on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on. We put out new episodes every every Monday. Monday. All right, let's dive into the episode. peaches hi peaches welcome back for another episode so happy to have you here we have an amazing guest for you this week jeffrey is joining us in the peach pod they are just a ray of sunshine with so much good wisdom to share i feel as though provoking conversation yeah jeffrey is the first non-binary person to speak out on national television they have a extremely interesting inspiring a lovely perspective on or mindset on life yeah anyways we'll queue up jeffrey brb peaches All right, Peaches, we have the lovely Jeffrey here with us. Hi, how you doing today? Hi. <laughs> we are so excited. So excited. To oh have Jeffrey here with us in the Peach I decided today. to wear Peach. Oh my oh, gosh. You look ravishing. If people will run to the social media and see the look. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Cute. Uh, there. Call. Yeah. <laughs> good call. Call out. Uh, but we like to start off every episode by asking, what's up, Peach? How's your day going? How's your week going? A little gut check. It's really a delight to be alive. Oh, love that. I encounter a lot of people, I mean, through social and stuff like that. And I do one-on-one coaching and stuff with people. And just so many people in my orbit are having anxiety about going back to real life, Mm -hmm. about the Zoom square safety kind of ending, (laughs) kind of Mm -hmm. of thing. Totally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel so grateful to be able to connect and to be able to talk to lovely people like you. Yeah. So that's my week. That was very uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. And relatable. Yeah. Uplifting and relatable, 100%. So for any of our peaches who haven't heard of Jeffrey Marsh before, who who don't know you yet, could you give us like a quick summary? And I know it's kind of a lot. You are such an impressive person. <laughs> to just like who who you are and where you came from and what you do. Well, I was born in 1977 <laughs> on a farm in Pennsylvania. Uh, not back that far. <laughs> I suppose one of my claims to fame is that I was the first out non-binary person to talk about that on national TV. So I wrote this book. The book did well. The It, it ironically was Newsmax TV mm-hmm. <laughs> that called my team at the time and um, asked if I could come on and be interviewed. And that really jump-started my career. And that that video keeps going viral yeah. and keeps me in the, yeah, keeps me in the zeitgeist. And I started, also spent 20 years studying with a Buddhist monastery 
And I spread kindness and happiness through the internet. Yes, you do. <laughs> you, I feel like you need to team up with the Calm app. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and voice, like, meditations and... Do nothing for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, like, rain Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. That was a good... That's a good one, Nick. Good thought, yeah. I would love to know, when you were growing up, what did you want to be? What was, like... You were like, I always wanted to be... Mine was a veterinarian. Like, what was that idea for you when you were growing up? Can I ask, what's your favorite animal? Oh. Uh, it's so hard. Um, I mean... I have I have to say cat cats are like my favorite to have as a pet, mm. but like mm. big scale. I mean, also like the big cats, like lions and such, Puma. are great. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where. Do you go to the zoo? I mean, is that where you gravitate toward? No, it's less less zoo. Probably, I would love to go on a safari or like see them in their mm. natural habitat and stuff like that. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be this. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. And that's that's part of the reason, I guess, that I'm so happy mm-hmm. that my we've been we've already talked about it a couple times in you know the first whatever whatever yeah, we're like, at yeah. three four minutes <laughs> yeah. yeah you know our Zoom square has been dominating so much of our lives, but what is in my Zoom square is exactly everything I wanted mm-hmm. to be. And I talked to so many people about how their world and their view of themselves has been turned upside down because they. They were used to presenting, and I'm going to put that in quotes, presenting in a certain way head to toe. And then the pandemic came along and they only need to present in quotes from, you know, chest up in their Zoom square. Mm -hmm. And so if you're wearing, who who am I if I'm wearing sweatpants to work, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and what else, what else can I let go about myself and the rules that I've been, that I've been following? Yeah. Are you having any personally having any anxiety around returning to the real world or I don't think so. I'm such a social creature mm-hmm. and I love people so much. I'm an extrovert, life of the party, tell a story kind of person. So I'm actually kind of looking oh, forward good. to it. Yay. Mm-hmm. You have this is and this is kind of a a note for for our peaches. You have such a beautiful story, and you've you've told it so many times on uh, in interviews in your book. And so this is like a little call out to our peaches to make sure that we go and check out everything that Jeffrey Marsh has to offer online mm-hmm. because there's so much, and you have so many amazing things on TikTok. And it's not even it's yes, it's obviously for all of our non-binary beans, and but also for anybody that's going through a struggle, lots of LGBT. BTQ, or if you just like don't identify with the systems and the a societal norm, the societal norms, if you feel like you stray away from them at all, mm-hmm. this is like great, inspirational, beautiful content <laughs> to fill your soul and empower you to be the you that is uniquely and beautifully you. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. And you know, so many people, I get DMs all the time, like, I'm just a middle aged white lady. <laughs> I know your videos aren't for me. You know, it's like, of course they are. Yeah. You know, I'm a cis, I'm a cis man in Alabama. You know, <laughs> I know your videos aren't for me. It's like, uh, of course they are. I hope I'm a walking metaphor, which you were just saying so beautifully. It's, it's the message is for anybody who is told there's something wrong with you, which is almost everything. Yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> I think that's mm-hmm. just part of the human experience at this point. I, it's certainly a lot of what 
people think of as parenting, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, so you said that you're an extroverted person. Were you ever nervous to show up and being uniquely yourself? like <laughs> In a wedding gown and mm-hmm. that sort of thing? <laughs> it's interesting because my, my mom has said in the past, I don't know where you got the courage. Mm-hmm. I think when you're a kid, you have this sort of like, F you, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want, you know, kind of energy. And then when you get in your, into your 20s and 30s, you're like, oh, oh, should I? Can mm-hmm. I? Could I? Mm-hmm. And so you go through this whole process, for me anyway, of becoming a kid again and learning to play with all this stuff. Yeah. And I, I think it's good to like revert back to those sim- simpler times because a lot of these things that we take into the world and navigate our emotions are learned. It's not what we were born with. And so kind of re- re- reverting back to those simpler, just pure alignments in yourself can be can be really replenishing. Yeah, I think we're getting into and I'm I'm like, this is coming up for me because (laughs) I'm going through a transitional journey personally myself in the sense in the sense of like, I, I feel like I'm not aligning with the career that I once thought I wanted. And so we're going through that kind of transition. And it's like, what feels like a yes, like you have to kind of take away everything that you thought you wanted, that you thought you were, what feels like a yes in your body, what feels correct, what feels right, and what feels like a no. I thought I wanted to like live in the city and be like living a city life, but so for some reason that's feeling like a feeling like a no. And obviously these are two very different things, but it's like a version of reinventing or being open to figuring out who you are again, breaking down who you thought you were or th- who you thought you had to be into who you really and truly are, your most authentic self. Mm-hmm. Breaking down who you thought you had to be. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I'm sure all the peaches can relate yeah. to that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's what occurs to me most of all is I, f- I find little kids to be very inspiring. For sure. Because they are very sure of who them who they are. And when I was a little, little kid, I was dancing around, playing, having fun, putting on my mom's makeup and, you know, twirling and doing all these kind of fun, fun things. And, you know, not to be a downer too early in the episode, but those things were um, very forcefully, how do I want to phrase it, disencouraged Mm -hmm. in my childhood through violence and all kinds of things. So yeah, to be able to reclaim that and rediscover it is, oh, and one more thing, you said what feels like a yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kids are so often, you know, that is taken away from kids. That's also parenting uh, in most people's minds is I'm the parent, what I say goes, Mm -hmm. you know? And so a kid could even forget that them saying yes is even a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's even a possibility uh, for, you know, how to guide your life. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to ask you, essentially, the simple question is like, where did you find the courage to be you? Is that something that you had to teach yourself to push through and be? Or is that something that you always just were able, like you were like, screw them, screw 
what society says I should be. I'm going to be who I want to be because a, a lot of our pe- a lot of our listeners, a lot of us peaches, mm-hmm. are people that are trying to live their authentic, be their authentic selves, and that is like the rebuilding and like restructuring of maybe it's career, maybe it's spiritually, maybe it's our defining factors like gender or uh, sexuality. So I think they would really gain a lot of value from how you are able to just so boldly be yourself. Well, I want to pick up on one phrase that you used, push through it. Mm -hmm. To me, it took me a long, long time to realize that self-care, growth, whatever we want to call this, I would call it, you know, Buddhism, because that's what I did, went and did, right? Mm -hmm. But it's all kind of the same thing, self-kindness, self-compassion. We tend to think of it as a slog, as homework, mm-hmm. as suffering through, <laughs> pushing through. And um, it took me a long time to realize, oh, it actually, uh, I could have fun, mm-hmm. I guess. I could just in- enjoy it, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, enjoy learning how to love this person. And that's what that's what my book was intended to be, How to Be You, it was like, how to so many of us are so disconnected, we don't know who we are anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I totally. mean, yeah. And so just kind of like dating someone, you know, you rediscover who you are. That original, original person before, as you said so beautifully, you were encouraged to be the person other people wanted you to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I just, mindset is everything. And I mean, you just said it doesn't have to be a sludge, you know, it can be this fun <laughs> it experience. Have to be slime. And mm-hmm. yeah. but the way you phrase that, it's just like so simple. It's like, why didn't I get there by myself? You know, but you have to be intentional when you're asking yourself these questions and be intentional when you say, how do I want to have this experience with myself, with these other people, with my work, like whatever. And question, why does this feel upsetting to me? Is that just me getting in my own way? Can what this should be a ha- mm-hmm. this can be a happy experience even though it's an important one and maybe it goes against the grain of a lot of other people mm-hmm. so i always think it's just such a such like a mind blowing moment when you just flip it on a dime with just a sentence of like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like pushing through <laughs> yeah. it can be a happy fun exciting time and just by putting yourself in that mindset you know Yes, you just helped me see something I've—I don't think I've ever seen before. <laughs> I think part of part of the—I'm going to be forever grateful to you oh. for this one. Part of the issue, I think, is that we lay a standard out in front of us, mm-hmm. and we're slogging toward that standard. And what you—you you just helped me realize is, well, it's—it's it's partly just turning that standard off. What you know? What if there wasn't a self-care goal that I'm supposed to be at such and such a place mm-hmm. by the time I'm this years old? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, for sure. Or whatever the standard is. You know, what if I just blow all that out of the water and I just take today and be nice to myself? Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And something else that you had said that brought up something that was brought up for me was when you were talking about when you were little and you were putting on your mom's makeup and dancing around. There's this one kid that has an Instagram account and he's a dancer. I think his name is Brady, but they're just, I mean, I've been following 
them for a little bit. And I don't know if they were like oh, teeny bop. It was like a t- one. It was like a toddler at the time. And they're wearing and like a mermaid. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. they're a little bit older. Probably like, I don't know, a little older being maybe like Five. six or yeah. something. <laughs> but I just loved how, because we didn't see that growing up, young, young kids just being able to feel gravitated, gravitated, be able to, yeah, be, be, like just going whatever feels good mm. and not being mm. like, oh, girls are supposed to like be in the ballet studio and you're not, you know, whatever. But in this person was in a tutu and now they're, I mean, what was this? What's this? So you think you can dance? Um, Travis wall travis something one of the so you think you can dance choreographers who's amazing like worked with this little little kid and now it's just like fueling i don't know so that that was brought up for me just like watching watching something that was just so genuine and pure well this is where we we can go back to the fact that kids can be so informative because interest i'm sure this answer is out there but like at what age do psychologically and mentally do we actually start taking on the societal standards and like I'm sure there's an age as a kid or your brain starts to be like, oh, I'm supposed to do this. I have a vagina, so this means that I should look this way. So at what age does that sink in? But until then, you're just kind of you're just kind of mingling with the world as you feel. And that's beautiful. And I wish we would. And I I hope that my hope is that we're like getting more there is that that's more how we can just be as adults as well as we get to mingle with the world and we get to be ourselves fully without even having to go through any version of a of a dating ourselves we're just constantly dating ourselves all of the time because that's the norm because i also believe that humans have the the ability to evolve throughout life you learn things about yourself and needs who change desires change yeah yeah, well, the studies have been done. Kids are generally what they what they call in in the studies is fully socialized mm. by seven or eight okay. years old. But to me, you know, you're just you're toast yeah. by seven or eight years old, right? You're just <laughs> you're, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think your your standard that you laid out is the one that I keep coming back to. What feels like a yes? Mm-hmm. And what is it like if if parents allow kids to have that autonomy and celebrate their what feels like a yes yeah. and help them navigate having their yeses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and but owning their was, no's too sure yeah i mean uh, along this along the same lines mm-hmm. just allowing that autonomy 100% it's kind of reminding me of i was watching jane goodall's masterclass on like she has like a master on masterclass.com and <laughs> mm-hmm. she's talking she talks about like her mom would let her run wild for hours with and with and get dirty and in that time like little girls getting dirty and like it was like oh my gosh letting her really be curious really like letting her be curious letting her like feed into what felt good to her and she was like thank god my mom let me do that thank god my parents let me do that because if not then who knows if i would have been jane goodall and done all of the research and brought so much value to the world that that she has you're absolutely right when you said we you know kids are such an inspiration we can learn so much about you know we're little blank slates when we come into the world and and sometimes I think that's a why it's important to think about your childhood and like do childhood regression and think about when you have like a lot of like in therapy going back and thinking about how who you were when you were a child and 
what mm-hmm. part of that child version of yourself still lives because because we're all little children mm-hmm. we all have a little child in us for sure yeah a lot of people are in therapy yeah and so they'll know sort of the lingo but when i say inner child work what i mean is you know a lot of people envision it that you're supposed to go back and rescue your inner mm. child that you were or something something mm-hmm but I came to discover my inner child rescued me. That little Jeffrey was the bookmark, was the placeholder for the good stuff. And I came after and tried to, you know, hide, cover up, run from, you know, do all the things that I did. And still waiting for me there was that little, that little kid. And reconnecting with that was, you know, some of the most beautiful experiences of my life. That's amazing. Yeah. It's very powerful. I'd love it if we could dive into your experience with being a Buddhist and your spirituality and how that plays a role in your career and your everyday life and your in your mental health, if you feel comfortable speaking about that. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things to speak about. So which part of it? You laid out like five different things that I can talk about, and I want to talk about all of them. <laughs> how were you introduced to Buddhism, and like, how did you decide that that like how did how did it come to you? We'll start there. So many people have um, a difficult time starting a meditation practice mm-hmm. if they're going to, and I started kind of by accident. I kind of stumbled and fumbled into it. I was doing yoga a lot at the time. And I would just stay in Savasana longer, you know, the end of class. Mm-hmm. I would just stay in that space longer and longer. And then I started to do it sitting up. And then there was a spiritual bookstore in the city where I was living. And I decided, well, if I'm doing yoga a lot, I might as well go see, check it out, see what that spiritual bookstore is about. And they had like, you know, crystals and posters with sayings on them and stuff like that. And I walked in and across the room was a book, the title, the front of it, you know, was front facing on the, on the shelf. And it said, there is nothing wrong with you. And my mind started going, yeah, right. Uh (laughs) This is what's wrong with you. This is what's wrong with you. Here's the list. Right. But my feet were already Uh in motion over to that book. And I picked it up and it ended up being written by a lady who runs a monastery in California. And I started going to workshops. I started to study with her and I would eventually live at that monastery for a while. So a lot of people think spiritual practice is about getting rid of your personality. Mm -hmm. Like if someone says being Zen about something, it's this kind of like blank kind of like faceless Mm kind of, yeah, you're not phased by anything. But studying Zen for over 20 years made me more myself. Mm-hmm. made me more passionate, more reactive, because I wasn't shutting anything off. Mm. And I wonder, because I think a lot of the times people have such a hard time with meditation is because they're constantly told that you have to turn off your mind. And mm. I mean, that's, mm. that's like the biggest struggle that I've ever I've, I have a hard time with meditation, because I'm just like, I can't get to a place where I have to turn like that phrasing, turn off your mind just doesn't compute with with this mind. So that's very interesting to me. And something that helps me when I'm trying to 
meditate is this someone had once said the phrase like focus on your breathing and you're it was like a balance of calling in and releasing so I don't know I thought I think that kind of aligns in the sense of like we're calling in things not necessarily turning off and forgetting things oh so I thought that was interesting oh yes and uh, shall I let you in on a little secret? Oh, sure. Please, yes, please. I, <laughs> so I was with the pros. I went to the monastery. I lived there and um, studied and studied and studied. Not once was I told to clear my mind. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Not once. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sitting down and being able to accept that a mind is very active is a great skill. And I'll go one step further. It's not even just that, the way I phrased it. Being able to love yourself, even though you were told that your mind is the wrong way, that is really something powerful. And to just sit there and let the mind do what it does. Minds think. That's that's kind of what they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. sure. Wow, that's really cool. What came first, career, the career that you have now, or the spiritual awakening, awakening if you will? <laughs> Well, I'm still awakening every day. Always, Let's always. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah. Got to point that out. Right. <laughs> but the studying Buddhism, I couldn't do. I was famous on Vine oh, first. Fine. Yes. R.I.P. Vine. Vine. Yes. That was such a vibrant, wonderful yeah. platform. Really? You know, do you ever yeah. try and go back and look at your old Vines? Uh People tell me about them. <laughs> and I have memories of them. And occasionally people will send them to me. And certainly the one you know, that launched me into mega, mega stardism, stardism, mega starism. Yeah. You know, I can predict the future and you're going to be okay. That uh, holds a special place in my heart for sure. Um, the Buddhism came first. I couldn't make vines while I was at the monastery. <laughs> they don't let you have your phone. But yeah. after, I, after I came out, I I started doing it and I, I was just doing it for fun. Actually, I didn't expect it to really take off the mm -hmm. way that it did. How old were you when you went to live at the monastery, Do you, if you mind? Oh, no, I don't mind. So I'm very old right now. <laughs> I mentioned I was born in 77. So people actually, I was born in, I was born on 7, 7, 70. No way. Because I'm magic. Yeah. I'm um, magic. But people can do the math mm -hmm. on that one. Yeah. And I, I started studying at the monastery when I graduated college. So that's like 23, 24. Wow. When you, when you go to live at a monastery, did you have a specific timeline that you were going to stay there? Or did you decide to one day decide to leave? How, how does leaving work? Oh, I'll give you the very Buddhist answer. You leave when it's time to leave. Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't know if that you were like, I'm going to go there for five years and then decide to leave, or if it was kind of like a, I feel like I need to go somewhere else at this time. Do you feel like w what made you decide that you were ready to to leave the monastery? You know, interestingly enough, I had a vision. I was sitting in, med in meditation. I had like a daydream you could say, of what the future was. And it just felt so correct and that the world needed me in another place. Mm. And, and it's so interesting that not long after you left is when you reached star stardom, if you will, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. And it's when the message got to people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Vines were six and a half seconds. Yeah. So 
Yeah, that is just enough time to say there is nothing wrong with you, mm-hmm. right? And that kind of distillation of what is the most important thing that I want to say, sort of coming up, I don't even know how to phrase it, like learning my chops on social media through Vine was actually really, really helpful because even now with TikToks, you have to be clear and it's essential not to be like over-rehearsed. For sure. You don't need to do that for TikToks, but it's it's really important to be clear about what you want to say. That makes me think of another question as as a person who I would assume comes in contact with a lot of people who have opposing opinions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what would you say? <laughs> what would you say is the non peaches? Yeah, non peaches. <laughs> what would you say is the best way to communicate with those people to 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 try and if maybe you, see if you would say if that is even the right thing to do yeah well yeah i mean that's the first that's the first thing is this worth my time right that's the first thing but what i try to do with hate um and hate is so prevalent it's what i try to do internally and externally transmute the hate transform transmogrify this hate into a creature that is something that helps the world. So I can put a a vicious, hateful, awful comment on the screen, which is a feature of TikTok, and I can hopefully help someone else who's getting that same kind of hate Mm. not feel so alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That to me is an alchemy. That's a magic. That's That's a benefit of the platform to me. I'd never thought of, I've never thought of it that I've, I, it's not a new thought of sharing something that you're going through online so that you, so that so hopefully somebody else can f- not feel so alone, but it's specifically under the umbrella of receiving a, a specific type of hate that's, a, or, or hate at all. That's very yeah. powerful. Yeah. Not just LGBTQ people, mm-hmm. right? Just lots of people get hate mm-hmm. for lots of various reasons, reasons for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's so interesting to think about communication in that way of like, I mean, we live in such a such an interesting time and there are a lot there feels to be a lot of divide on a lot of a lot of different topics. And I am always trying to think of what's going to coax people to maybe go. I don't know what the analogy I want to use. Come to the right side of the tracks, we'll say, you know, like <laughs> come to the right side of TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. I, I think espe- and especially when you're de- when you're dealing with someone who's so set and so defensive in their ways, like what's what's going to be the thing that's going to start chipping away at the at the at the ice a little bit. And so I think as someone who's constantly putting out messages and talking about a specific, you know, topic and message. It's interesting to get your point of view on that. Because yeah, I just feel like sometimes people people are just stumps, you know, like they don't want to move. Yeah. And if somebody is truly living the hateful life with great enthusiasm, Mm -hmm. there's nothing really that anybody can can do. do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's, it really is important to not waste your time. And I'm not even saying like, you need to set boundaries or, you know, I, it's, I'm just saying it's it's just a colossal waste of time. Yeah. And there are other things to do where you could be useful and helpful to the humanity and to the world. I, can I tell you the weirdest thing? You may. Yeah. 
I don't get to talk about it very often, but about a third of my followers are conservative Mm -hmm. and self-identify with like, it's like matched interests, right? So they also have conservative interests and the social media platforms will break it down for you and and tell you who's who. So it's about a third, third, uh, you know, Republican conservative, third liberal and a third, you know, unidentified or folks who aren't so political or whatever. And I never understood what the heck right. it's a large... <laughs> was going on because I thought I was clear where I'm coming from, what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the only thing I can offer is I hope there's something about being kind, looking cute, being yourself, that walking metaphor idea that appeals to people from you know a broad cross-section. Mm-hmm. And we tend to hear about the most extreme folks for sure yep that's exactly my thought and i just have faith that there's a there's there are a lot of folks who don't hate lgbtq people out there yeah (laughs) yeah that's how i'll phrase that 100 percent. it made it makes me think of something that i deduce from hearing that is that every single person is super complex and every single person is on a road of learning and unlearning and i think that i'm we definitely live in a very political very politically polarized time and and rightfully so i will say but i also would say like if i were to meet somebody that's super conservative and labels themselves as super conservative it's like important not to just just as it's important for somebody who's conservative to look at a someone who's liberal or progressive and not just label them for everything that that like we should be able to have dynamic conversation about different things respectfully and be able to see where Someone may be able to learn something and someone may be able to understand someone else's perspective. There will always be value in that. It makes me think of uh, the abortion statistics of 70% of America thinks abortion should be legal everywhere mm-hmm. and and is pro-choice. And a lot of those people are Republicans. So I just, yep. it just, think, it just like makes me think that people are dynamic. People have... Gosh, people are complex. Oh, You're for right. sure. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you when you first when you made your first vine? The let me let me do the math <laughs> real quick. Vine, I was on Vine around 2012, 2013. So it was relatively soon after they got started. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how did you know that that was for you? Like what pushed you to do that? Gosh, I didn't know it was for me. I just wanted to try something. Mm-hmm. And actually, my first vine that got a lot of attention, I was dancing as the Statue of Liberty <laughs> on the roof of my apartment building in New York City to, uh, yay, yes. And that one went viral. And then I just started to, you know, try different things. And some of them were direct to the camera saying something nice and those ended up being the most popular videos that that I ever did and still are to this day that's insane in the best way I think that I don't know that the I call it the universe I think that the universe gives us little nuggets and sometimes like we follow them and they lead us to where we're supposed to be and sometimes it's just like oh my goodness I had no idea that this was going to be the thing for me but here I am with all of the support of with so much support and that's incredible for somebody 
that's kind of looking for their their path or looking for what they're supposed to be doing or how they're supposed to be showing up in the world but don't really know yet what would be your advice or like what would you say to them <laughs> you already gave them advice <laughs> maybe you don't remember um what feels like a yes because you were to- you just now when you were talking about life leaves you little nuggets you know i could imagine that there might be people listening who feel like I, I don't. I don't have any nuggets. I have any nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Where are these nuggets? Um, life doesn't give me any nuggets. Does life think something's wrong with me? You know that kind of that kind of thought path. Mm. And what feels like a yes? There's your nugget. Mm-hmm. There's the one. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I feel as though you've been kind of dealing with this a little bit, oh, for sure. In the sense of you know you're trying to you're trying to figure out where to go next, mm-hmm. and I keep telling you to just like sit down and be quiet with yourself for a minute and try and figure out what feels right and like just start going. I literally down. have. Well, first of all, so I like had a moment with myself today. Yeah. And for anybody that's listening on the the non-visual side, sorry. Um, but I have written, like, chaos is here. <laughs> and then, and I was like, but she, and she's teaching. And then I write, who am I? How, what feels good? And what feels like a no? So yeah, this is all very present in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Just, I think, sitting with yourself and just going down, just if you could just start in even saying, like, do I want to be on earth? Cool. Do I want to be on what side of the earth? Like, just like start with those where questions. In the, where in the earth do you want to be? Yeah, just start. Just start moving down the timeline. Start moving down the the list I, and getting I, more specific. And yeah, then... I also think that that can be a really daunting. That can be a really like start with like the small things of what you know about yourself. Oh, like that's true too. Yeah, wherever wherever feels like <laughs> feels good to start. You know, yeah. but it can be as it can be as pinpointed or as broad. Like. You know, it's just kind of like letting your soul sort of be like, like radar it out, you know, or himself or themselves to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to ask you both a trick question. A trick question. Exciting. (laughs) So you're imagining a peach who's listening. Yeah. Yeah. And what is the one message you want that person to get from the whole podcast? I mean, I think it would be to just live your life boldly and follow your dream. Yeah. My little answer to that would be I I want I want them to feel empowered and inspired to be their authentic self. I think that's the that's the goal because if you can be your authentic self, then you'll be happy. Once you're in your high vibration, that's that's what it's for me at least in my in my opinion. That's what it's all about. Doesn't matter the material things that you have, if you feel like crap, if you're not treating if things aren't in a balance, if you will, like mind, body, soul, then doesn't matter how much money you have, doesn't matter like the Mm -hmm. labels that we wear, you're not going to be happy. And then what's the point? So yeah, that's what I would say. Great. (laughs) Now I'll tell you what the trick was. Okay. That's your mission in life. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. So how are you, and I'm going to be very specific, and you can answer me, how are both of you doing with exemplifying that, showing that's a possibility yeah. for other people. I I think I could be, I am starting. And something that we say that we want to make sure that all peaches know is that we're kind of, we're learning along with them. Mm-hmm. So, but it's also kind of nice to have 
Peaches as a platform because it does hold you accountable. You better be applying the work if you're going to be sitting here talking about it as well. And I think that I'm starting to starting to apply all of the things that I need to in order to be going down that journey and like just living my life the way that I know that I need to be in order to be in the highest vibration for myself and starting to break down all of the all of the things that are holding me back and a lot of those things are more mental than than actual physical obstacles yeah. in my life. Yeah. And I would say this goes for both of us. I think so mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. Sure, sure. Um <laughs> I would say we're both doing pretty well, given that we've started this platform. Yeah. And so this is a source of inspiration for others and ourselves. But I definitely think we could be doing even more. Yeah. It's like be gentle with yourself because we're learning about, we're learning who our audience is, we're learning who we are and what feels right to put out there and all of this stuff because we've talked about this like how to inspire people. I'd love to be a source of inspiration for people as well as create a space where all people can come and just be themselves and they feel comfortable to be themselves and they can come and get like, they can come get their nuggets. Like this is a, this is a place where you can come maybe get inspired or empowered or meet people that open your perspective and like help you to grow mentally, emotionally and spiritually or like break you open if you will. And to who and like explore yourself, explore who you are. Um, and so like maybe that exists as a conference one day we've talked about or maybe that exists in a book like what you did or but for, I feel like for right now, we're I'm proud that this is where we're at and what we're doing for sure. Yeah. What I keep hearing is a version of radical self-acceptance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even if that means you're not where you want to be. Mm hmm. Accepting that you're here. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, I think part of the, one of the biggest struggles for people is just showing, not even crossing, but showing up to the start line and like getting ready Mm -hmm. to go down and go after what you want in life. And I know that we are, we are not only past the start line, but we've made, we've made like pretty good progress and like we're keeping it up and we're on the journey, you know, we're- We're accepting that we're like, you know, experiencing and enjoying the journey. Um, like, I know the end point. I know she's we're there. Like, we've and been, we're like, we're going to get there. We're manifesting. Mm-hmm. But I also, we're not in a rush to get to the end goal because we want to make sure that everything is It's good. a balance. It's, yeah. yeah. It's a balance. But we're like, we're getting there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jeffrey. <laughs> well, little coaching <laughs> happening. <laughs> well, I think sometimes we forget that we are examples for other people. Mm -hmm. And I I think that's like a big part of like, you know, we want to remain authentic and we want to make sure that we're doing right by our peaches and by ourselves, by By ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to, hey, you, Peach, who's listening. Hey, you, you're going to flop and you're going to have a moment where you did something you wished had not happened. Mm -hmm. You're you know, so many people are deathly afraid of doing the wrong thing or making a mistake that they never get to that start line mm-hmm. that you said. Mm-hmm. And to be able to incorporate that, well, I'm just going to let it all hang out there. Yep. 
even the stuff, uh, you know, that didn't go so well, mm-hmm. that's, that takes a lot of courage. Yes, absolutely. Something that we, that comes up a lot in our conversations and that we even like, we talk, we talk, we do solo episodes every couple of weeks and that we talk about mm-hmm. a lot on those solo episodes is mistakes will be made. Big mistakes will be made. We are always learning. And I, we talk about how like in 10 years, what's going to be the thing that we're like, oh God, I, God, I can't believe I spoke like that or I was saying, you know what I mean? Like, what's going to be the thing that we were like, that was just so... Ill-informed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ignorant of me to be doing. Mm -hmm. You can't change the past. You can only learn and move forward and and do what feels right and own. That's another important one, like owning the mistake that you made. And and other than that, you just got to... It's called life, man. Yeah. Mistakes happen. (laughs) (laughs) Mistakes happen. But it's, it's so interesting because i i definitely feel like i relate a lot with like um we're talking about like uh, radical self awareness or self acceptance and i feel like <laughs> i'm in this transitional phase and i'm definitely like relearning who i am and like what i want and feel i've always been a super self aware person and i'm reaching this moment where i've I am like on the edge of my self-awareness and it's like driving me crazy. I'm like, there's something that I'm not seeing and I can see that there's something that I'm not seeing. (laughs) Are you sure? Are you sure? Because I think you're you're saying I'm in this transitional phase Mm -hmm. to mean that you thought life was one way and that you wanted one thing. And now you realize, hmm, not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know that's, I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> you just wish there was a something next that you knew? I'm somebody was? that really likes a direction. I'm a, I'm a doer. I got bad news for you. I know. There may not be a direction. I mean, you may live the mystery for the rest of your life. <laughs> Maybe that is the direction. Yeah. Not that, Yeah. I, uh. I'm going to let that... S- just, a, just a possibility. Just throwing that out there. I'm just going to let that sit for Marinate. a minute. I'm going <laughs> to let that sit. <laughs> I think you know this already. I mean, you you most likely do. But, you know, the problem with knowing, which you did before, mm-hmm. is that that boxes you up. You're not, you're not open to possibilities. And yeah. Yeah. I Have you ever seen um, on Netflix the... My unorthodox life. No, should I run? Well, for Watch yes, it. first of all, it's it's a it's great reality TV, <laughs> um, super inspirational. But the the one of the main characters that we follow, and it's a like a docu, it's, yeah, reality TV docu style. But she's this she's this powerhouse of a woman that started her own fashion label, and she's like she's the CEO and founder of this marketing for like huge power. Huge name female in some sort of in, in New York City. Yeah. And that's who I thought I wanted to be when I was mm. growing. Like there was probably from like I don't know preteen to probably like like right in the middle of the pandemic. I was like that's me. Mm. And not everything from that has like left, but like I don't know if I want to live in a city anymore. I shouldn't say I don't know. I don't really want to live in a I don't want to live in a city anymore. That doesn't feel like a yes in my body. I don't know if I need to be like that kind of powerhouse woman. The way that happiness is looking for me is shifting. And so I need to figure out what that 
feels like and looks like and is like for me. And 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 maybe you're, maybe you're right. Maybe there is no answer. Maybe it's about drifting and feeling like it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I certainly know you're not alone. And pandemic yes. times has caused yes. a lot of people to be drifting. That's very mm-hmm. well said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I had a reading with this with this with this woman, <laughs> and she said something that I think would also resonate really well with a lot of our peaches. Is like we. And, and in this conversation, really, we put a lot of hats on, a lot of labels on, whether that's your career, who you are in your family, if you're a mother, if you're a sister, if you're a brother, if you're like your, your gender, your sexuality, all of these labels. Who are we when we remove all of them? Who are you <laughs> when you're not a label? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your essence, really? Like, who do you feel like? Well, I feel really lucky to talk to you, first of all. But but also to be me, just the way you're talking, mm-hmm. I, you know, I basically have been, you know, treated like poop for a lot of my life by a lot of people. And at the same time, I was never in the label system, meaning I was always just such an outsider. There was no, I was so me. <laughs> there was no way that I could mm-hmm. fake anything else. And I used to think that was my biggest, like, drawback in life. That was the worst thing about me. But it's been a blessing because Mm -hmm. I never had to learn that the labels are fake. I always just was like, why is everybody into all these labels? (laughs) Just so wildly ahead of your time. Well, I guess so. Like full of wisdom (laughs) from the get. And you said, (laughs) you know, we, we put these labels on. And yeah, that's true for a large part. But a lot of labels are put onto us by others, too. For sure. Which is another tricky part we have to watch out for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as we're creeping up on our hour mark here, is there... Creeping. A- creeping. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to touch on or bring to the forefront before we move into the peachy clean segment? I certainly don't, except I got this visual image while you both were talking. You know, can we bring radical acceptance to the whole timeline? Not just the one... We're not just the end where we've achieved, <laughs> where we've mm. figured mm-hmm. out whether we want to live in a city or not, you know, <laughs> not just to the end where things are clear. Can we accept ourselves in the mystery? That's that's mm-hmm. the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I think we we had a talk with um, one of our other guests and we we kind of dove into darkness and is darkness bad? Is darkness good? Is the mystery bad? Is the mystery good? Can we? Can it be all, all of those things in one? It kind of reminds me of that. Is talk there any absolute bit. truth in the world? Yeah, is kind of like the the vibe of and what just that conversation feeling was. good and in the ups and down downs of life, quote mm-hmm. unquote downs. So made me think. Yeah, of that. it's possible to be sad and joyful at the same time. In my experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, beautiful great thing to end on Mm -hmm. thank you so much for such a lovely chat like we were so like oh so excited so So excited when you said that you were game to come on the pod yeah um and it has been you know exactly what we ordered (laughs) you were amazing Uh, uh, in a good way i hope Oh, oh yes, oh. the best way, the best mm-hmm. way. So, did you get our? Do you do you know what the peachy clean segment is? Did you ha- okay? <laughs> do, do you feel do you feel good to continue on with that? Oh yes, oh yeah. Okay, oh, great. So, I'd love to hear. We'd love to hear what you'd like to come clean about. Well, I have something to say first. 
Thank you. People like me are not usually given a platform, a place to speak. And I couldn't possibly take for granted being able to talk to you. It's just so, yeah, we're, we're a lot of parents write to me and say, how can I keep my uh, LGBTQ kid from having, you know, people being mean to them? And I have to write back and say, ah, that's not the hmm. world we live in. I mean, it's just yeah. going to happen. So how do we deal with it? Right. Mm-hmm. And to have a place where you've been so kind and so it's just been so enriching and fun and nice conversation. Oh. So thank you. I mean, I mean, of course, I don't even want to say you're welcome because I think that's just like, that's how everyone should be. Yeah. I also think First it's, in, it that makes me think of saying, if like you have dealt with and received so much you know, you said you've been treating like treated like poo for a, like a good portion of your life. Yet you show up to every experience with love yeah, and kindness, and respect for everybody. And I think that's also a thank you everybody. to you, you yeah. know, and like uh-huh. a testament to you know. Obviously, you've done a lot of work. We're grateful but, for each other. Oh my yeah. god, big time, yes. big time. So you're great. We're great. Everything's great. <laughs> Can I tell you what I'm ready to come clean about? Yeah. You may. Yes, please. I have needs. Oh. I have needs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was programmed as a kid. Don't have needs. Never show that you have needs. You got to uh-huh. needs. What are needs? No, other people have needs and I take care of them. I, I don't have needs, you know, all that kind of thing. And, and just lately I've been coming clean with, I have needs. Yes. Yes. You do. I need attention, love, kindness. Come on over here and hug me, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Just, yes. yeah, that's my thing to come clean about. I love it. Yes. We love knowing ourselves. We love love asking Asking for for what what we need. need. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, thank you so much for sharing. You're now all All peachy peachy clean. (laughs) (laughs) But again, this was such a lovely chat. Do you want to roll through where people can find and connect with you? Of course. You can Google my name at any time and find a plethora of things. TikTok, (laughs) Instagram, my website, buy the book. It's called mm-hmm. How to Be You. And I'm relatively, you know, somebody else checks the the emails from the website, but it will get to me eventually. And I'm pretty accessible. So drop mm-hmm. a line. Say hi. Yay. And as always, all of Jeffrey's goodies will be in the show notes. So go Yay. and check them out. Um, send your love. All right, Peaches, that does it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. An extra big thank you to Jeffrey for joining us this week and having a wonderful conversation with us. If you liked what you heard, share it with anyone who has ears. Like and subscribe. If you happen to be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave that five-star written review because that really helps the podcast grow. You can head to our website, letstalkpeaches.com to keep up with what's going on and snag some cool merch. You can follow us on Instagram at letstalk underscore peaches. Same thing on TikTok. We put out new episodes episodes every Monday and so we will see you here next week. Bye Bye, peaches. peaches. Amazing. Amazing.